to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Zuri Nova is the newest up-and-coming streetwear brand where luxury meets fashion. Shop our newest styles at ZuriNova.com and make sure you follow us and shout us out on Instagram at ZuriNova Official. Receive 10% off your first order by using code ZNBOSSINUP. Hey, y'all. This your girl, T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. And I welcome you to another episode of this amazing podcast. Let's introduce our next guest. Daryl Clack is a former American football kick returner and wide receiver who played in the National Football League with the Dallas Cowboys for four years. In 2006, he was inducted into the Colorado Springs Hall of Fame. And in 1993, he was inducted into the Colorado High School Hall of Fame. After his playing days, Clack went to the University of Texas at El Paso to finish work on undergraduate and advanced degrees. While in his first year of working towards a PhD, he fell ill to TTP, a rare autoimmune blood disorder. In addition to TTP, in July 2016, he learned of his early stage dementia diagnosis due to the years of trauma to the head from playing football. These traumatic events, three months apart, prompt Daryl to write the book, Hear My Story Before I Forget and start a foundation to bring awareness to TTP and brain injuries. Although he is no longer playing ball, he keeps his hand in the game as president and co-founder of Sportmetric, a company emphasizing education, community involvement, and athletics for the youth. So I introduce you all, Daryl Clack. Good morning, Daryl. Morning, how are you? I am great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on here today, and I know we're going to have a great conversation. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Always looking for a good conversation. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. And the question I always ask my guests is, what is your definition or your meaning of purpose? I would probably say purpose is the reason. What's the reason you are doing something or creating something? What's the reason behind it? That would be my definition of purpose. Yeah, you know, why are we here? You know, um, yeah. You know, and it takes a lot of trials and tribulations to figure that piece out. People think it's just like handed to you. Like, here you go. <laughs> you know, nah, here goes your purpose. Nah, but yeah. that is definitely not the case. <laughs> That's not the case. You know, it, it's, you know, it's something, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize uh, uh, what their purpose is. You know, that, you know, I'm not sure if they understand why they're here. Mm-hmm. You know, why did God create them? What did God create them to do? What did God create them to be? And I think a lot of people because they don't understand that they're lost and not mm-hmm. sure what they want to do or what they right. are able to do or accomplish. Yeah, and so for, for, for me, it's like, you know, setting goals, you know, and, and identifying what you want to become in life, you know, and then figuring out a way to do it and go out and do it. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to execute. It's all about execution because we got a lot of people out here who think of amazing ideas and, Mm-hmm. Uh, create amazing adventures or whatever it is, and they just yeah. still sitting on it. You know, they don't. Sitting on it, yeah. They're afraid. Try to yeah. get that team yeah. together to try to execute what they want to do, or just figure out how they go about. You know, maybe getting it patented, or how do I get exactly. my business legal, or whatever it may be. And right. you just—it's all about execution. That's what it really is all about. Correct. 
I agree. 100. Yes. So if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Grateful. <laughs> Grateful. Um, and and when I say that is because, you know, uh, sometimes we, we go through things and when everything in life is going good, you know, you take a lot of things for granted. And and then when things are not going good, then it's like, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? You know, and from my standpoint, you know, I've, I've gone through some ups and downs and some illnesses and things. And you look back and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm so blessed and so honored and so grateful to still be here alive on this earth. And so for me, I would say grateful. You know, I'm, I'm honored to be yeah. around some good people and some loved ones and my parents, you know, just all those things that correlate together. You know, it, 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 I'm just so grateful for it. Yes, we have to be appreciative of all our blessings, whether, you know, yes. they're good or bad, you know, yes, and, exactly. you know, there's a lot of things we, we don't want to hear. And then it's a lot of things that we don't want to experience. But that's a part of our journey, you know, and we have to yeah. take it for what it is and have our faith mm-hmm. and, and stay prayed up so we can get yeah. through it the best way we know how. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It gets so rough. It gets so rough. And, then, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of times where we just want to give up. But, you know, we yeah. can't because we, yeah. we either doing it for ourselves or we're doing it for our families, children, spouses, yeah. you know, and we yeah. have to do what we got to do, the persevering but, and get through it. Yeah. But and the thing, too, is whoever told us that it was going to be easy. <laughs> right. You know, who told you it's gonna <laughs> your life is gonna be easy, you know? So I'm like, mm-hmm. if someone told you that I need to speak to them because I never heard that kind of conversation. So, you know, I would have know it's everything I've been doing is called hard work. <laughs> That's know? right. So, that is right. That is yeah. right. So before we dip and dive into your new memoir, let's mm-hmm. talk about football. Why football? Mm-hmm. You know, what did you where did your love of football come from? I uh, came from when I was a kid. So I'm originally from Texas. Okay. And so I grew up watching Dallas Cowboys and all those players. I just watched him and watched him. And I'm like, God, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just a cowboy, Dallas Cowboy fan. And, you know, I, in my mind and what I used to always tell my parents, like, I want to play football, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, well, if that's what you want to do. then let's go out there and let you play the game of football, you know, and learn it. Mm-hmm. and. And, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie when I, I first did started with flag football, you know, and that was easy, okay. you know, so, you know, I was able to, you know, you know, ex, you know, excel in flag football. But then when I got to, I was in fifth grade and I got to tackle football, I like, no, nah, that's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like this. You know, <laughs> I don't like being hit like this. I don't like all this training, you know? And so I actually quit, Mm-mm. you know, I quit. And then, uh, true story. And then my dad came home and he said, why are you here? Aren't you supposed to be at practice? And I said, nah, dad, I, I quit. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like tackle football, like get hit and all this kind of stuff. And he goes, no, 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 no. That's not what you said. You said you wanted to play football. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I paid my money for you to go out here and play this game. I football. know that's right. So you get back out there and you finish what you started. And from that point on, I figured it out you know, mm-hmm. and start to love, to love it at that point. And then, so I just kept playing and that's kind of pretty much how it started. Wow. I know that's right. It's nothing like a parent saying, you know what? I paid my money. You yep. better go and play, yeah. do what you got to do. You better figure yep. it out because figure it, out. it ain't no it. coming home and not doing <laughs> it. Get my money like, worth. There ain't no refund. Yeah, refund it. So I'm going to get my money worth. So yeah, I think finish, okay. this, finish this game up. <laughs> so I said, okay. Okay, while I'm at it. Okay, I'll do what I got to yeah. do. 
yeah, yeah. And that's and that's how oh I started, you know. And I just kept going, and I, I fell in love with it, and got used to it, and figured out uh, what my what I was there to do, you know, what my, uh, you know, my, uh, you know, what I'm able to do on the football field rather. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I had speed and, you know, I had decent size and, you know, I just kind of went with it, listened with the coaches and the coaches mm-hmm. identified what I was good at on the football field and just kind of put me there. And I just kept working and kept training for that. And, you know, just, and didn't stop, you know, just kept going. And then wow. I remember setting goals for myself once I got older, but you know, that was just because I love the game of football and I still do, you know, still love it. Yes, 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 yes. So when you were going through, you know, this whole football journey and just, un- you know, getting to know who you are as an individual, did you have any role models or mentors that you looked up to? You know, to be honest with you, I didn't really have any role models. I mean, or, or you know, mentors, um, there were players like when I was growing up, there was players that played like I saw in college or or uh, that played professional football at the time that mm-hmm. I, you know, idolized a little bit. You know, like mm-hmm. I would like to like, for example, the player that I grew up idolizing was Tony Dorsett. Mm-hmm. And so I my I used to always idolize myself to be able to run like Tony Dorsett ran. Right. Um, and so that's kind of how I would always train myself um, mm-hmm. physically and mentally to kind of idolize his his way of running but from a mentor and and so when i like i gotta say just my parents you know because mm-hmm. my parents were we were military and so my dad was in military he's in the army and so i kind of idolized the way they worked hard and was dedicated mm-hmm. to their work and they kind of instilled that into to me as far as, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do, you're going to give it all your 100%. You're going to work hard. You know, my dad used That's to right. train me and my dad used to be out there and play sports with me and train me. And so he kind of groomed me. And that's kind of who I would say I idolized a lot. And he was my mentor. Awesome. Awesome. So what do you feel maybe was your biggest challenge to get where you are today? I think the biggest challenge was, you know, there was there's moments where I didn't work as hard as I should have worked hard, should have worked um, mm. and kind of took, took talent for granted. And, and so by doing that, mm. meaning that, you know, yeah, I'm talented. I'm probably better than most kids that I play with. So I really didn't work hard at it. You know, I just kind of like just went off talent as opposed to identify and understanding right. that just because you have talent doesn't mean that you're good or you're great at it. You know, it just means that you're talented and That's you right. maybe show a little bit more, more effort things more than other children at your age or at your level, you know, that doesn't mean you're great or good. And so mm-hmm. I think if I would identify that earlier, I think, you know, my maybe mm-hmm. things have got, you know, from a career standpoint, would have been a little bit more successful in certain areas than it was. Right. Um, and so I kind of regret and hate that I didn't do identify that at an early age in my life. Gotcha. Gotcha. So let's talk about this <laughs> memoir. Hear my okay. story before I forget. Tell our listeners about your amazing book. Well, it, it's 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 about my journey, and it, it talks about things that I've gone through, good and bad, throughout my career, um, mm-hmm. football wise. Um, talks about, um, and I'm not sure if you're aware, but all the things that are going around with concussions and that mm-hmm. football players that sustained. So I talked about I talk about all my concussions and just my football from the start to my football career, everything I experienced in football, and then everything I experienced because of football. You know, and gotcha. 
And then from that point on, um, my illness, because I sustained an illness, um, unexpected mm-hmm. illness, and it kind of takes you through that whole entire journey of start to finish, how I was feeling, what I was doing. Um, and then when I got sick, I identified why I got sick and what happened when I got sick and my whole process of going into rebuilding myself from start to finish, like from a kid back to an adult again. And the things that I experienced and all my doctors and things that they treatments that I've did and medications that I took. And, you know, it just kind of takes them through a whole journey. And, but the key to it is for parents, uh, young athletes, current athletes, coaches to identify certain things when you're talking about and you're dealing with uh, kids playing football and especially tackle football, you know, because, you know, a lot of things happening from a concussion standpoint that a lot of people don't understand and, or they ignore. You know, um, and I kind of want parents, especially parents uh, with their youth kids to uh, read this and and identify some things and hoping that it kind of it'll take them on on a path to say, okay, I got to make sure I look after my kid playing youth football. I got to make sure I identify certain symptoms that he may experience if he got hit in the head or, you know, things of nature. So it takes him through that whole journey Mm -hmm. as well. And so it's it's it's. I've I've gotten good reviews from it from people who read it and um you know it's I'm excited about it you know it, it's a good read it's a, it's not a long read it's a good read you know and so uh, I'm excited about it. That's amazing. How can people purchase the book? So they can go to my website, which is uh, DarylClack.com, or they can go to BarnesandNoble.com and uh, Amazon as well. So it's on all three areas. Uh, for autographed copies, they can just go to my my website. And then get an autographed copy if they are interested in getting the getting book autographed. But it was a um, awesome, uh, awesome. I think one of the things that inspired me to do the book was um, I got ill and was in a coma for two days and had to go and rebuild myself wow. back up. I got identified with a rare blood disorder called TTP. And while I was mm-hmm. in the hospital, it just, you know, you know, my faith, I had to rechange my faith, my whole outlook on life and everything. And then all of a sudden it just clicked on me and done me, you know what, this is a story you need to tell. And so I just started writing, <laughs> just started writing. Wow. And didn't, and, and it just kept coming out of me, kept coming out of me. And before you know it, I had wrote enough stuff for a memoir and then, you know, just got a hard a publicist and we took it from there, you know, so I'm excited yeah. about it. Yes, everybody has a story to tell. I don't care. Everybody. Now, yeah, and it doesn't always yeah. have to be in the form of a book, everyone. It doesn't always everybody. have to be in the form of a book, yeah. but yeah. everybody has a story to tell. We all we all experience things in our life, mm-hmm. and it's, it's stuff that we could tell and share, you know? And, you know, if you just help one person out of that situation, you did good, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so it's like, we shouldn't settle and we shouldn't, we should always look to inspire others and help others, you know, and Absolutely. things that we experienced and things that we overcame, we should share that to help somebody else may experience the same thing, you know? And so yes. that's kind of how I look at it. And, and so I kind of get it out as much as I can. So hopefully it helps somebody and they that deal with what I dealt with or even close yeah. to it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That works. It's always sharing is caring. We got to help one another. Yes. That's how we yes, build each is. other up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't tear it down. Let's build each other up, you know? And so I'm all for that. Yes. So let's talk about success. What does success mean to you? And then let our listeners know maybe what your biggest success has been. And it can be personal or business related. Well, there's uh, success to me is when you have accomplished your goals or your purpose. Um, And so that could be something huge, could be something just so minor. 
you know, um, there's not a limit on what success is and there's not a size on what right. success is. It's just based off of you yourself individually uh, of what your purpose and what you're trying to accomplish and what your goals are. And if you accomplish that, then to me, that's success. Um, and so um, from that standpoint, I, I have, you know, and I always talk about how grateful I am, but I have so many things that I feel I've success, have successful in one is because football, number one, um, my, my, my entire goal when I was playing football is to become, and you know, and, and I tell people this too, and they, and they just like so baffled, but my goal was, and I used to tell my mom this, you know, my goal is, was to become a professional football player in the NFL to play with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And I got drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. I played with the Dallas Cowboys in NFL. To me, that's a success story, in my opinion, because I reached that right. goal. It was a goal that was way out there, but God you know, blessed yeah. me and made me and allowed me to accomplish that goal. Uh, my next goal was to get a college degree. And then when I stopped playing football, I went back mm -hmm. to college and got my college degree. And then uh, my next goal was um, after, you know, everything I was going through with the, with the was write a book. And to me, that I'm, I was success is a goal that I accomplished. So to me, that's a success story, you know. So those are kind of the three yeah. areas that I, uh, I kind of quote unquote consider my success stories. Um, and so I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Mm -hmm. Yes, all those successes, they all are good, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you said, there's no limit to how big or how small the success yeah. is, because even sometimes to us. Small success is still big success. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. it, it all works yeah. out, you know? So yeah, exactly. that's awesome. Thank you. And like you said, you set those intentions. Listen, I want to play for the Cowboys. I want to go, you know, get my college degree. I want to write a book. And you did each and every one of them. And that's big. That's yeah. a big deal, you know? Yeah. Some people yeah. still thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know yeah, some guys that are like, oh, man, I wish I, I've been having a... Uh, want to write a book and, and and I see you did yours and I, I said, well, do it. <laughs> What's holding you back? <laughs> you know, just go out there and start writing. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Just start writing. You know, you don't have to act like you're some type of genius or, you know, you are a uh, right. English major or anybody. Like just, just write, you know, there's people that can get it to where it sounds better than what you think it is. So just go out and do That's it. That's right. So, yeah, you're right. That's you're right. Truth. So hopefully they do it, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could give young Daryl a piece of advice, what would you tell him? Piece of advice. Um, I probably would say I'm a big advocate on hard work. And, and I would say whatever it is that you do, um, give it a hundred percent every single time. Mm -hmm. um, don't settle and don't, don't go off what other people say dislike or whatever the case may be uh um don't let friends steer you away from what you want to accomplish what your goals are um stay focused and set your mind and go out and get it done um and one thing too i would always emphasize is you're going to have some ups and downs you know nothing's not going to be perfect and when those ups and downs come guess what pick yourself up dust yourself off Get your mind right and mm -hmm. get right back at it, you know, and just keep at it and 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 don't stop until you accomplish what you want to get get done. And and that's something that you want to carry from a child all the way up to an adult and never lose yeah. sight of that. That's a you good know? piece of advice, though. 
That's a really good piece of advice. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I know you get, um, at times, I know it was times where you were super busy. It's times where, you know, you're not feeling 100%. So what things do you do to kind of pour back into yourself? Because I do talk a lot about self-love, self-care. But how do you kind of like pour back into yourself? Hey, that's a good question. Um, I probably would say, I think one of the big things that I do um, is, um, and I talk about this a lot, is to reach back into my faith. Um, and so if if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling depressed, or if I'm just, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I'm just not there today or whatever. You know what I'm doing? I'm bringing out the, the word and just going to do, do some reading. You know, know just gonna right. do some reading in the Bible. I don't care what it is, I, and I, I I don't pick certain things. I just open it up, and whatever comes up, I just start reading. Mm-hmm. You know, and because wow. something in there is gonna enlighten me, yeah, always. You know, and it's gonna yeah. get me back on track. It's gonna get my mind right because you know His Word is is so important to people. I think, especially more so in these days, right that we're going through right now with COVID and everything, because mm-hmm. people are experiencing depression and losing their jobs, you know, they, you know, they can't afford to pay their bills. And it's just so, it's just such a hard time right now. But the only way that we're going to get get through it and get out of it is for us to get back to our faith and get, Mm -hmm. and and if you've never been in faith, get to it, you know, and because that is the only thing that's going to get us to where we need to be as individuals, as people. And so from my standpoint, that's what I do. I just, you know, I'll get, I'll just read a, read read some some scriptures in, in the Bible, just just randomly just open them, start reading, or you know, I'll just if I you know see something on TV that's spiritual, I'll watch it, or you know, just mm-hmm. things of that nature. Anything that's regarding my faith, and that right. is what's getting me through each and everything that I do today, and always will. That is, that's how it goes, y'all. Y'all got to find <laughs> yeah. that faith. Cause, I mean, you got to have something to be grounded in. You know what I mean? So when yeah, you have yeah. that foundation, yeah. you good money. Got to have it, you know, and mm-hmm. because that that is what gets us through it. Mentally, it gets us through it, yeah. you know, you know, and because right now everything is mental, you know, because we're hearing so much stuff from COVID. You know, we got family members are dying because of COVID. We got friends mm-hmm. are dying because of COVID. And, you know, it's just, gosh, it's just like, wow. You know, it's just whoever would imagine uh, that we would in our lifetime experience something like this. You know what I mean? And so because of that, you know, in my mindset, these are like signs and symptoms. To say, hey, look, guys, the world can go at any moment. You know, we can go at any moment. You know, if it's, yeah. you know, so... We need to get ourselves right. We need to get ourselves back to where God wants us to be. And that's so right. perfect time to start now is now. And so let's get to it. And so that's kind of what I try to preach a lot. When I preach, but talk a lot about and, and share with people and friends and, you know, just, you know, get, get back to your faith and let's get it going. Yes, 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 yes. So do you have any maybe like events or seminars, webinars, whatever, that our listeners can stay, you know, stay looking out for or anything like that? Well, you know, I did until COVID hit. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. um, because of social distancing and all that kind of stuff, everything was canceled. But I I do um, motivational speaking. Um, I do uh, youth football camps. um, And I actually had a a book signing schedule, a book tour schedule, um, but that all got canceled. So I've been trying to waiting to... um, for COVID to kind of get better than what it is. Mm-hmm. So you know, I can get around some people. But once that happens, then I'll get back to doing some um some um 
motivational speaking. Um, I'm currently working on a project right now with, I have a company called Sport Metric. And what okay. that is, is it's a company where we do youth football camp. It's for kids, for you kids. We do youth football camps. And also I do my, my more of it. And that, that puts me in front of a lot of kids to talk to kids right. about education, to talk to kids about community involvement, to talk to them about what their goals and aspirations are, regardless if it's with the sport or with the something else. And, and then plus it puts me in, in an area to where I can talk to parents and kind of enlighten them on how the process works for kids who are playing football, who want to grow with aspirations to be college football player or professional football player. And so what we've done also is we teamed up with Arizona State University since, because I went to Arizona State University, but we teamed up to them okay. where we are, they have a elite school program called the Barrett School Program at Arizona State. And what we do, we teamed up with them to get into high schools who we feel well, what we feel is we need more minority enrollment in that school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I would be mentoring uh, a selected, I think we're looking at 10 high schools out here in the Valley with a total of about 100 students. Uh, okay. It's going to be myself and other former NFL football players where we will be mm-hmm. mentoring these kids who have been selected uh, to get into this school, to this Barrett's pro- school program at Arizona State mm-hmm. University because we want to include increase the minority enrollment. So that's what we're going to be doing um, starting now, as a matter of fact. So I already got my first 10 kids selected uh, from high school. And so we're going to do start with some Zoom meetings and I'll be mentoring these kids and 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 pushing them and and making sure they're following the things they need to get done to get because I want them to get to that school, you know, because we got to right. have more minorities in those kind of schools. And mm-hmm. those reasons there there's no reason for us not to have minorities in those kind of schools because they are just as smart as anybody else. That's right. So I want to give them that push. And then at the, at the same time, I'm going to be providing scholarships for them as well. Um, and so I'm kind of excited about that. So that's my project that we're working on right now as we speak. And so, yeah. uh, but it'll be, you can follow me on my website, Um, or my, my company website, which is called sportmetricllc.biz. Uh, 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 and you can follow me on there as well and see everything that I'm doing and what I got next schedule. So I'm excited about that. Yes, I love giving back, giving back, yeah, especially yeah. on the education field, because I've I've been uh, education practically all my life. Um, my mom had a tutoring program. Well, my mom, first of all, worked at my elementary school, so I couldn't get away with anything. But <laughs> she right. um, she had a tutoring program. So we tutored kids in our basement. Mm-hmm. We had a basement set up like a classroom. And then once I got old enough and I started working, I actually worked in the education field. So I worked oh, in the wow. nonprofit sector and then I did higher ed on a trade school scale. So education wow. is always so important. And I always encourage students like, listen, even if you, you know, because in in my generation, it was all like, you know, you either go to school or you work. That was the two options, right? Correct. Now, you know, you have younger entrepreneurs and stuff like that now. But I Mm. always say, you know, still give them the chance to figure out if they want to go get an associate's degree or get a certificate in something because that education does still play a part if they decide I don't want to be in business no more. You know, so what else do you fall back on? So it's just so important to keep education still a main focus in our youth lives. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And and I always preach, even when I talk to kids, I always preach about having a plan B. 
mm-hmm. because the plan where the plan A doesn't work out or you that's right for whatever reason. What's your backup plan? Have a plan B, you know, but it exactly. starts with education, you know, because with education, you can go and do so many different things, so many different fields. As long as you got the education, you're good to go, you know, because half the time they could they'll train you anyway if it's something that you've never done before. So but right. don't let that limit you, don't let that stop you. So always have a plan B. And I really emphasize that a lot with kids. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. If I can help <laughs> anyway, I definitely want oh, yeah. to know how I can help because it's, oh, yeah, it's just so yeah. important. The give back is so real because, you know, sometimes we're the only people that are really paying attention to some of these kids. Some of these kids yes. come from homes where their parents yeah. are not doing what they're supposed to do or they're exactly. staying with their grandparents who may be older, who can't, you yes. know, do the things that yeah. younger people can do. So, we have to exactly. keep being those mentors and those role models for our youth, regardless of age. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And I'm 100% involved in that. So that's that's a big purpose for me. So. <laughs> yes, yes. All yeah. about your purpose. <laughs> so before we go, can you give our listeners a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? I'm bossing up? Uh, piece of advice. Well, um, you know, it, it, and I think in anything and everything, it's really about identifying what you mentioned earlier, purpose. Mm-hmm. What's your purpose? Identifying what your purpose is, identify what you want to do, identify what your goals are and set those goals and then set your set your plan, basically set your game plan, put together a game mm-hmm. plan. You know, and just go out and wing it, but sit together, you know, if you got to do some research, research, do some research, because there's so many resources out there that people can get information on any and everything, you know, so put together your game plan and go out and do it. Don't limit yourself. Don't be scared um, because, yeah, you're going to have some ups and downs. You're going to get some rejections. You know, you're going to get all you know, we're going to get all that stuff, but don't let that stop you. Right. You know, just, you know, be determined, have some determination and go out and get it and accomplish it. And then you will reap the rewards after that. So boss up doing that. Yes, that was amazing. <laughs> I had a great conversation with you today, Daryl. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you are so welcome. You know, you dropped some really good gems and people know how to get in contact with you and keep yes. up with all the good stuff that you're doing. So I'm just, I know you're going to do well. That, that whole program is going to be amazing. And yeah. I'm glad that there are a lot of more men who are out mm-hmm. here trying to be good role models and, and help change yes. the mindsets of other, you know, males who are trying to just show up as the best versions of themselves. Exactly. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Yes. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.